You are now tuned in to the Gifted Gab. I was hungry for that shit, bro. So you can think. This guy is hungry. Go right in. Nah, you got it, bro. You got so, it. Hey, the floor is yours, man. Hey, quiet on the set. Yo, just come on, bro. Turn on the music, man. There's no TikTok on set. What are you in grade two? All right. Frig, man. God damn it. Oh, damn it. Kids these days, bro. Nah. Quiet on the set. This episode is brought to you by the guys over at Island Sauce, Inc. If you ain't got no sauce, yeah, I'm you lost. In. I was going to say nothing, but you, <laughs> you ain't got nothing, you know what I'm saying? You run that one back. You know how we feel about black businesses, so yeah. black-owned businesses, just like the Gifted Gab. Black Island Sauce is that. All natural. Mm-hmm. None of that, pres- no preservatives, none of that fake no, stuff, nothing. man. You, know, no. you, walk, you can walk into any locations all over the GTA, you know? Yeah. Find yourself some of that sauce. More flavors coming soon. I don't know if we're at liberty to say that. Uh, fuck. Shit. You, should, you probably should have asked before you said that, to be honest, bro. But hey. Yeah, it is. We're, we're it here is. now, man. We're here. We're here. And this is a special episode because, you know, my man Andre Kelly, he's finally graduated. Anyways, we here, man. This is frig. It feels good, man. A long four years. Didn't lot five actually. Is it five? five? Yeah. Well, this counting this last year online oh, yeah. Zoom University. No, we don't count this year. You don't count this year? No. Yeah, I guess. Well, those this four years were a grind. Twenty twenty was right off. We already established that <laughs> for everyone. Twenty twenty was right off. Oh man. Nah, it's it feels it feels kind of crazy right now, man. I, I won't lie, I was uh, I just passed by the school the other day. I was taking some grad photos, but it felt like mad nostalgic. Mm. And I realized, not to get serious on you now, but I realized like, yo, finishing and graduating is cool, but the best parts of it, like the most parts that I appreciate, was the actual journey. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I look back and I'm like, yo, damn, like that was actually that was actually cool here. That was fun here and whatnot, but. You know, I would, I would, if I can go back, I would do it all again. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's the best part about it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, school's priceless, man. It is. The, the, the network you build when you're at school, you're around, like, like-minded people, yeah. like-minded individuals. Well, not not all the time. Not all the time. You don't think so? Not, yeah, you got people from coming from different areas, and that's the best part, right? You're, you're, ex- you're exposed to different mindsets. Mm, that's facts. You that's know what facts. I mean? I think that's the best part about going to a school outside of your area, outside mm-hmm. of where you're from, too, so... There's a privilege to going to school that comes with going to school. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you get to, you get the benefit of, of developing a new lens to look at society with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know. I feel like there is a lot of anti-school rhetoric. All the time. <laughs> There's a lot of anti-school yeah, rhetoric. Yeah. You know, and and I get it. You know, traditional education. You don't need. Uh, you don't need school. Not in this time. Not in this era. Not in this time, yeah. First of all, uh, JBL doesn't pay us. They don't see the logo. They don't, they don't pay yeah, us. I'm going to put that down. So. Anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. Uh, a lot of There's a lot of anti-school rhetoric right now. And yeah, like, you don't need school mm-hmm. to be successful. But the problem is, I think the rhetoric comes from what people expect from school. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, People expect, okay, I go to school, I should have a job mm-hmm. right out of school. That's most, most people, that's what they go to school yeah. for. That's not what school's about. Going to college, university, yeah, you, you want to come out and have a job, 100%. Mm-hmm. But what it actually gives you is, okay, you get this, this, this reinforcement, this positive reinforcement that you're able to complete something that you started. Yeah. 
I mean, we'll get more. Yeah, we're gonna get more. We'll get more into that later. later. Yeah. Um, but I think more so it's like the intangibles. That's what I was gonna say too as well. Those intangibles, intangibles are, are you, you can't measure those. You know no. what I'm saying? They're priceless. But the, like um, one of those intangibles, I think to me is the networking that you said before, the social aspect of things too, and I think with school as well too. Yeah, you might get a degree and you, you can expect to work somewhere else, but like the networking, the alumni, that's the that's the most important part to me at least when it comes to school. Like who who can you reach out to to get you in certain rooms? Who can you talk to, to for some advice? Who can who can give you some game and not going to school that might that might it might hinder that a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain rooms that going to school will help you get in. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. You know what 100%. I'm saying? That's a, that's the best. That's a good part about it. So the alumni and stuff like that too. Yeah. Right? No, I think you know. Yeah, it's just that ant that that anti school rhetoric is mm-hmm. is something that's so common right now, and I think it's very very misunderstood. It's a lot of misinformation, and it is it is a it's a big risk to take out a student loan and go to school and, yeah. you know, come out with all this debt and stuff like that. Or even if you're paying your way to, through school, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or if, if you're lucky and you get to go play basketball in school, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every situation is different. And maybe we're speaking from a place of privilege because we, we had basketball that allowed us to, to, to pay for, for school. To then. pay for, you it's know, different, at yeah. least some of our school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, and then, but, you get a lot out of it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not about the job and that shit. Because I got, I had the job that school would have given me before I graduated. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? So, off the rip, I was like, "Well, if this is the job school's gonna get me, and I already have it, you know, the sense of urgency to finish school is like it's, it, it it's goes not, down." Yeah, you know what I'm there, saying? Yeah. Um, but it's it's those intangibles. It's like okay, you know, if you gotta write an essay, because mm-hmm. we did social sciences, of course, man. Right? So we it have a. Rough. We have a different, it's a different lens when it comes lens. to those things. Yeah, yep. we also know how to access information. Yeah, we you know how to critique it. You know how to analyze it. Mm-hmm. We know how to, we know how to get the information that's needed to, you know, form our own points. And a lot of times too, not only is there an anti-school rhetoric, but there's an anti-arts rhetoric <laughs> <laughs> that we really need to get into. You feel uh, me? We really need to unpack that too. Arts. You know, I've had this discussion with a lot of people, and they, they keep saying, "Oh, if you're not in STEM, you're wasting your cat. You're wasting your time, and you're wasting your money." Mm-hmm. And my argument to that is, there's so many invaluable things that you get from arts that you can't get from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying that critical thinking. We talked about that previously. That's something that you can't get from studying engineering. Uh, you're studying numbers and that's it but that's why they give you electives exactly to take those ones but i don't know to me there's there's just a lot of there's more pros and cons when it comes to studying the arts i have an interesting perspective on this because i actually started out in kin (laughs) (laughs) hold on on let me hear this man let me hear this and uh i did it i think a year and a half Mm -hmm. i did one of the feeder programs at like a college and um you know when i decided to pick up and come to alberta um, they didn't have that program. Mm. And I was so, like, I was so, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Defeated like, or? Not defeated. I was or? like, yo, I really just wanted to get out of Toronto. Like, I will take what I can get at this point. Oh, desperate. Yeah, I was desperate. I really wanted to get <laughs> yeah, out of Toronto. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah, desperate. Yeah, okay. So, the the school I went to, they didn't have a kinesiology program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to go on my second. I had already invested a year and a half into this program. But yeah. I wasn't really feeling it like that. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It was a lot of shit I could just learn on my own. And I was like, you know, I, 
I, I wasn't invested. I wasn't that even though I was invested in it from like a financial times point yeah. time standpoint. I was like, eh, like I have no problem switching the switching my major. So what got you into kid? Like what what influence did you even take that? It's a good question, man. Uh, coming out of high school, bro, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get a degree and be a gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to just take phys ed. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wanted to have like the option of like you know training and shit like that. Yeah. And some of the stuff I did, like I did a lot of training and stuff like that. Um, but it was one of those like yo, like you're 18, like you're young. You gotta pick a career. Yeah. I'm like yo, I'm not even like my brain isn't even fully developed. Like a lot I of us haven't even a lot of us haven't even voted at 18. Do you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what I was doing at 18? I really don't. I was chasing hoes, <laughs> <laughs> popping bottles, <laughs> and I was using uh, the fake IDs. Yeah, fake, oh, oh, fake I'm IDs. using that. Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Come on, bro. So at that point, I wasn't even like thinking. Yeah. Like, yo, what do I want to do when I'm 30? Yeah. Come on. Like, I was thinking, like... Th- and that's that's one of the cons about school as well, too. And, you know, as much pros as there are, there are some drawbacks. We're expected to know what we want to do for the rest of our lives after 17, 18. You know what I'm saying? We're running around chasing hoes, like you said. I'm, oh shit, I'm a victim of that, too. I'll, I'll keep it a buck. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I think, you know, for me, for coming into school... I don't know if a lot of other people took this path, but my first year I was in open studies. Mm-hmm. You know, I did. I really had no idea what I even wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that that played a big part into getting to poli sci. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't feel forced or rushed to do this one thing that I wasn't passion passionless about. You know, and but the thing about schools though too is you want to take things that you're interested in. But you also want to take things that will pay in the long run. That are practical. That, but that's that that tension mm-hmm. that you have to kind of work around, right? So, how did you how did you work around that? So when I had to when I transferred, I had to pick a new program. So what I ended up doing was picking sociology, and then I minored in phys ed. Oh, okay, so you can still okay. Yeah, so phys ed's nothing. It's not the same as kinesiology, mm-hmm. um, but. I was genuinely interested in sociology. Like, I was... I took a, a class in high school. And I think it was the only class I showed up to at Tech. Hmm. It was sociology, psychology, and anthropology. And we're sitting in there talking about serial killers. We're sitting in there talking about, like, society and, like, all this other stuff. And yeah. sh- shit that I'm looking at, I'm like, yo, this is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. I was in the 11th grade. And I said to myself, like, yo, if I ever have to switch and pick something else, I'll probably just choose... Sociology. Mm-hmm. So when I went to Concordia, so another thing is that I went to three different post-secondary institutions. Not everyone can say that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I've seen a lot of different college universities. Like, I've seen it from different, you know what I mean? Different schools of yeah. thought. Literally. Diff- literally. <laughs> literally. Literally, yeah. yeah. So when I got to Concordia, okay, I had to go to open studies, but I had already made my mind up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be in sociology. And I took the one, two sociology classes. I actually took an elective at school before that was a sociology class. Mm-hmm. And I started building that, that, that foundational knowledge. And it actually prepared me with this new lens. Yeah. And then when I left, I did two years at Concordia. And then I said, I'm going to finish my degree at York. Yeah. It was the only place that would take all the credits. And you could finish it up. That there. I could finish up sense. with and, you know, walk away with some. So when I went to York, now I'm in third and fourth year classes. But now I'm picking shit that I'm actually interested in. Because you have that foundation. Criminology. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Race. Yeah. Family and intimate relations. Mm-hmm. You know? Gender studies. Gender woman studies. Gender studies yeah. You know, all the shit that will give you a total globalization. Yeah. You know, giving me 
new ways of looking at organizations. Yeah. I took a class called organizations. and That's crazy. And one thing about York, even though they went on strike and did all, like. They're the, still on strike right now, actually. They're on strike they again. Went, they went on strike again, yeah. That's another story for yeah. later, <laughs> later in the, on the episode. But you feel me? because I was taking this stuff that I was interested in, I was very much invested. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really invested in what I was yeah, learning. It wasn't a problem to get to class, right? No, I yeah. wanted to be in class. Yeah. I wanted to read my books. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get good grades. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now, I went from scraping by playing basketball at this school to making the dean's list on mm-hmm. this school, which is not that hard at York. But for me, it was like, something it's like, yo, I've never been, like, for I was, I, I barely got out of freaking high school. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and now I finally found something I was interested in. And that actually gave me the tools mm-hmm. to what we're doing right now. <clears throat> all that shit. It came full circle. It came full circle. All yeah. the education, all that shit. Did I get a job out of it? Eh, yeah. whatever. But it was everything else that it prepared me for everything else I wanted to do after that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, like, like going to school was my, was my, was my mom's dream for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My dad didn't really care if I went to school or not but getting that degree was something you know my mom wanted to live vicariously through me so I was like I gotta get this done and then when I got that done it's one thing it was one less thing on my plate that, that I didn't have no monkey on my back no more I had something to show for the last five years yeah do you know what I'm saying I had something to show for playing basketball over here yeah. I had something to show for all this you know what I'm saying how many examples do we see of you know I was at York, I was at Concordia, I was at Centennial. I seen guys that start programs, never finish mm-hmm. them. Drop out, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I seen like, and maybe it's, I was privileged to be able to go all around these places, you know, start a business. Like, I, there's privileges in the shit I've done, but at the end of the day, that's one thing nobody can ever take from you is that education. Yeah, because when you, when you finish a degree, when you finish a four or five degree, you're basically telling your employers or whoever you want to work or the business that you want to start that you can start something and you can commit to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can start something and way after however long that, that attitude or emotions change, you can still stay resilient and committed to that goal. You know what I'm saying? And that says a lot. That's priceless, right? That can translate into anything it in does. the business world, right? So it's funny when you told me your story because mine kind of I can kind of relate to that in a sense because in high school too my grades were trash mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I was I'm talking like I barely attended class but I'm talking like C's couple B's here and there and then a lot of D's you know what I'm saying um I went to a school that was super distracting too you feel me <laughs> you know you know those ones you know those Yo, ones. super please. distracting so I had the, I had the choice like you know um my dad and my mom they're like Yo, you you got to step it up you got to do something so. I kept working hard, da, 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 but my grades were still like they're still here. They weren't they weren't anything crazy. So getting into U of A, that was that was a challenge for me. You know what I'm saying? Luckily I had a coach that, you know, could pull some strings, help me out in that sense, but um that that made all the difference, bro. And from then I ended up knowing like, okay, I wanna do this, I wanna do go into poli sci, study economics at the side and as a minor and that that that's why I'm here now. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of a lot of my experiences coming to Edmonton you know, meeting you, starting this podcast, it can, it all, it all kind of revolved around education and, and sports. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's priceless. You can't measure that, bro. 100%. And, and think of, I always look at it like this. Like, I think that your experiences will give you the lens to see opportunity in places that there isn't opportunity. Yeah. 
know what I'm saying? Like, the average person comes out here and they're like, yeah. I don't like it here. I'm going back to where I came from. You know what I'm saying, but be- because you and I were kind of just like we're we're in school, mm-hmm. we have this lens that we're seeing shit with. Yeah, we're like, yo, like we need to discuss this shit. Facts. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a need. The audacity of us to start this wasn't from just us saying, yo, let's just start. Mm-hmm. It's like it was a combination of our experiences from education, us being out here in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was a combination of things that said, yo, okay, let's let's let's, let's talk about this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because I think. A lot of us can relate to this. Not only us, but a lot of other people can relate to our experiences. You know, hundred percent. As being student athletes, hundred percent. Fuck, being in situations in school that you don't like. Oh, please. Fuck, that's tough, man. Mm -hmm. That's very tough. So, it was. I wouldn't say it was a need for us to start that, but it was. uh, It was important for us Mm -hmm. too because, you know, we're we're talking about things that matter at the end of the day, man. Facts. Really, that simple. Facts. Yeah, no, but I, I attribute it all yeah. to the, the, the education. Like, half the shit that I'm, most of the shit I'm doing, I wouldn't be able to do at a high level if I didn't have that education that education behind me. So what does education mean to you? Like, where does the value of it come for you? I think when people think education, they think formal education. They just think they books. They think books. Class, Stats, class, teachers. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's when people think education, they think that. When I think education, I think education is a never-ending process. It never is. You can't stop it's learning, It's an bro. ongoing yeah. organism that you're always developing. Yeah. Like, even though I wasn't going to class in high school, I was still learning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just from a different source. It's Just that from a simple. Source. Yeah. Even though I'm done school now, I'm still investing in my my brain i'm always trying to take in knowledge i'm a sponge so i don't know if i would still have that same hunger for knowledge if i wasn't in school because even when i was in school it gave me that i'm questioning things yeah i'm critiquing things yeah i say yo like we talk about all the misinformation that's out there you know school gives you that seeing it firsthand yeah i think and for me being in poli sci the funniest thing would be you know my, my degree and my 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 program is the one where there's a lot of controversial opinions mm. a lot of biased opinions but very controversial so you're seeing thoughts that you would never think about bro mm-hmm. people saying some outlandish stuff i'm like bro you're really thinking that that's probably because he's from somewhere else and that that's what i was saying before when you're at school you're seeing so many different outlooks oh yeah of, of life the in people. general and i'm like okay that that makes sense there but that doesn't you're, you're able to kind of pick and choose and form your own ideas based off that that, that exposure to these these people mm-hmm. right and that's priceless. It's priceless. That's very priceless. It's priceless because now you're like, okay, I'm a city boy, right? Okay, not like that, but like, like not yeah. like that. Uh, even like that too, though. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Get out of here, bro. Now I'm in class. Yeah. Okay, I'm in class with people from small towns. Yeah. Maybe I'm in class with people from this background, this background, different that countries. background, different countries. Yeah. Yeah. People are coming in international students, exactly. right? So now you're building on that. Okay. You, not only your network, you're being exposed mm-hmm. to new people. Think about mm-hmm. if small town people are coming mm-hmm. to school in the city. Yeah, they're being exposed to people from big cities, to people from America, people from China, Denver, people yeah. from India, people yeah. from all these other places. It's different now. And I think that you just hit it right there: is that being exposed is what really makes the difference. You know, that's something that you know you have to become uncomfortable and willing to say, "Okay, let me put myself in a different situation." When that happens, you you're 
your your mind goes from zero to a hundred like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A lot of times, I'm not gonna speak on anyone personally, but I know people that stay in one place and are only in that one place their whole life. You know what I'm saying? I have family that are like that, mm-hmm. and that's the tough thing about it because I see I can see the differences between them and other people in my life, and I realize that the the main difference was that it, being exposed to different environments. You know, at the end of the day, that I think that's what it all comes down to. Absolutely. Like, look at it like this. I'll, I'll put it to you in a Toronto perspective, and I'll put it to you in a Canadian perspective. Let me hear this. I'm from East York. Mm-hmm. I went to school for college at Centennial. Mm-hmm. I have no business being Where's in Scarborough. Where's Centennial for people? S- yeah, Scarborough, yeah, yeah. right? People so Centennial's in, like the ends of Scarborough. Yeah. So I went to, I'm taking the train an hour and a half every year to go to Centennial. Yeah. Okay. What's my next school? Now I'm in Edmonton, Alberta. Well, you didn't even, you forgot to mention where you went to high school. Oh, I went, I went to school downtown. I went to Central Tech and then Eastern Commerce before that, right? So yeah. like, you're in constantly in different places, mm-hmm. right? The whole time, yeah. the whole, So when I'm going to Edmonton now, I've never been to Edmonton in my life. My, like, even though my family's here now, they didn't live here before. No. Yeah. We only moved to Edmonton because I was exposed to Edmonton and I said, yo, let's, let's open let's a business it. in Edmonton. Let's, let's like move, of all yeah. the places, you know what I'm saying? So that's another thing. So now I'm my environment's opening up a little more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I went back and finished my thing at York. Mm-hmm. Right? Now I'm on the other side of Toronto. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you're my education took me places for some people their education takes them to the states it takes them to vancouver it yeah. takes them to other countries yeah. right like it gives you a chance to go somewhere you've never been facts if you're if you're in a situation where you can live by yourself and stuff like that you know some people are privileged some people can't some, afford yeah. to go to school but like you know what i'm saying like it's it's whether you're going to school in your city or you're going out of your city wherever it's exposing you that's that's the main reason why you don't see people doing their undergrad and their masters at the same school. You know oh, what I'm saying? They're they're getting their experience from two different places because you want to be exposed from two different places. I'm like I've always been a big advocate of traveling, bro. Seeing different things, and I'm just glad I could do it out here, bro. Mm-hmm. To keep it a buck with you, so it's 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 tough. But it's yeah. like, what do you look for in the school? What I look for in the school? What are some some benchmarks in the school? Yeah, I didn't look for anything. Shit, <laughs> to keep it a buck. I'll shout out my guys to keep it a buck. Shout out to Brody and Dwan, man. They're big reasons. AGP as well, too. They're big reasons why I came out to Edmonton in the first place. They're both from Toronto. AGP from Edmonton. But Brody and Bron- Brody and Dwan being from Toronto, I had that that famili- familiarity here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is something, a piece of home was here. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I can do a relocation out here. So that was that was big for me. Um, but I think having some type of... Uh, Having some type of meaning, you know, you have to have some intention when you're picking a school. You don't pick a school just to go to any school, right? So I say intention. I'd say what are the what's the social life? You know, we're young. We're trying to have some have a little yeah, bit of fun. Just you know, man. Some fun. I know you are. Yeah, sure, city man. boy. I feel you, bro. It's all good, man. You can claim it. Hey man. I say another another thing is the the alumni. You know, you can do a little bit of research on the alumni that go to your school. What's their trajectory like? Who are they? Who are they connected with? Where do they work at? Where do they? Who do they work with? Those are all questions you should ask yourself because they're a, a good representation of where you'll probably end up going to that school. You know, hundred percent. So I don't know. That's that's what I, that's what I value when mm-hmm. I pick a school. What about you, man? I didn't really have no options. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, yo, I'm taking what I can get because. Yeah. 
for me, it was like, I got to get this shit done. Yeah. You know, I didn't really have the liberty. I didn't have no schools. Like, I didn't have schools recruiting me like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I was just, like, on my Grizzly just trying to find somewhere. Like, yeah. even the story of how I ended up in Concordia, it's a whole other day, and I might, you know, it's a dry snitch on myself. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? No, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but, like, I didn't really get to say, like, I didn't get to say, like, yo, even though it was an investment in myself, Mm-hmm. For me, it was just like I need to just finish this, and get it out the way, get it out the way, so I can move on to the next part of my life. Mm-hmm. Because I know that what as if I have the piece of paper, <laughs> like I'll make something of it. Yeah, you know I'll make some shit. I'll make some shit happen. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I've, I've, I consider myself a professional at making something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So I just need a crack. And for me, it was like getting to school, hooping, whatever it was. I'll make something of it. Type yeah. shit. Um. When I picked sociology, it was like, because I wasn't that invested in kin, I was like, yo, this is the shit I'd actually really want to learn about because I think that shit can apply to everything. It does. It does. It does. But people love to undermine arts altogether. And I don't understand it, man. Maybe because there's not a lot of, you know, six, seven figure jobs that employ arts. But again, like, it's the intangibles at the end Mm. of the day. You're, You're, I wouldn't, yeah, you're paying for things that will affect your outlook on life and when it affects your outlook on life you're gonna do better in life you know what i'm saying here's the thing though it's that the people who complain about school being a scam the scam or the biggest regret yeah like i'm talking about people who actually went to school yeah they spent four years partying (laughs) i want to add on to that Mm. they spent four years doing something they don't like that too you feel me Mm. when we talk about like I think a lot of influencers um, talk about hating your nine to five, okay, and living for the weekends. Yeah, I don't think people realize that shit can start, start. in university. Yeah, because if you don't like your program, you don't like the classes from Monday to Friday. Guess what you're doing Friday night? Come on, bro. You're going and getting lit. Of course. Till you on. can't feel yourself no more, and then Sunday you're waking up, you're hurting. You're going Monday it's right back. Yeah. It's right they back to they, class. They might miss the shift. They might miss the class. You know what I'm saying? You and this, saying? we talk, we, we like, not we, but, like, people talk about this as if it starts at picking the wrong job. Mm-hmm. But if you pick the wrong program, yeah, you've already started off on a bad foot because now you don't like it. Now, guess what? You're living for the weekends in college. Yeah. How you live, like, if you're living for the weekends already in college. It's crazy, too, that being in school, there's no accountability. Uh, none. You know what I'm saying? It the onus is on you at the end of the day to go to class either to succeed. It's it's all on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the the this the bad thing about it is too I wouldn't say you're you're baby because if you go to class, you miss it, okay, usually nothing will happen. But once you get your degree or whatever, you're in the real world. You miss work. You're you're fried. You you're miss fried. You're you, you miss working on your business, you're cooked. Mm-hmm. You're gonna fail at the end of the day. But that that's not instilled in college. You know what I'm saying? Those are things that you have to take on yourself, and that's the the value and the importance of it. Is because when you when you finish up, that you're saying to people like, "Okay, I got it. I done. got it." You know what I mean? That's what you did. I got that's it. That's what done. I did. Mm-hmm. That's that's really all it comes down to. That accountability is a big thing, cause like, for me, my reality check was my first midterm oh, in college. Don't get me started. My first midterm in college, I was don't doing the same started. shit I was doing in high school, coasting, yeah. chilling. Cause you think you can get by? Yeah, I yeah. know those ones. I know those I ones. Uh, and I failed. I failed the midterm. Yeah, 
And I was like, yo. You're sweating a little bit. It's different because, you know, it's just like, this shit costs money now. That's what I'm saying. It's coming out of your it's bag at the end of the pocket. day. Yeah, coming out of your pocket. Yeah. My first year of college, I kept paid out of pocket. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, there's no way I'm fucking... Like for, for me, it's like my coach would just rip me. He'd be like, yeah. oh, you're, you're not playing or whatever. You know what I'm One saying? Ones, but... but that's from like, yeah, I can't, like, whatever shit that I was doing in high school, because in high school was like, it's a joke. High school's a joke, man. Like, you know, my mom was dealing with me, my my bro, mm. you know, she worked late. She wasn't really policing us on, are you doing well in school? Or, like, she didn't yeah. have time to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. She just hoped for the best, really. In yeah. That sense. yeah. So for, for me and my bro, it was like, yo, if we're going to make anything of high school, it's really up to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. I don't even think I've seen my high school diploma. I, to be honest, I don't want to see mine. <laughs> I saw my transcript the other day. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, when I got to college, university, I'm like, yo, okay, well, the stakes are different now. Yeah, it's a different ball game. It's a different ball game. I don't need somebody to tell me this. I just need something to show me that, yo, it's, it's not the same game anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't For everybody, it's different, right? I mean, some people, they're good students from yeah. the jump. For me, I had to learn how to be a good student and then you have, no, yeah. you have to learn how to learn. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's a skill that that's not often taught. You know, we from high school, or whatever you're you're expected to sit down, look at the teacher, take your notes. Mm-hmm. But we're not all learning the same way, right? But a good thing about university is you're you're able to find what works best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, some people study better at nighttime. Some people study better at their mm-hmm. crib. You know what I'm saying? There's different patterns, and that's something that I learned for myself as well too. There's different patterns that mm-hmm. you're able to take and say, okay. She now, works. Now that I got that, I can apply it to the real world now. Mm. I can apply it to my job, to my business. You mm-hmm. feel me? My only beef with the school system, um, not my only beef. I have several yeah, beefs. I have, I have a, a lot. I have a yeah. few beefs with, with few the institutional education and stuff like that. But everybody doesn't learn the same way. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, th- I think there's at least eight different styles of learning, and school. At least my education catered to maybe three of them. You don't test a fish on its ability to climb. Exactly. So this this is the hard part about school. It's like someone that's not, a, like, doesn't like to learn like that. Because mm-hmm. some people are visual learners. Some people are mm-hmm. learn by doing, which is why I like college yeah, and like trade and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like you go in there hands-on you learn on the, gr- on the go. Some people are good at reading. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I like to read. I've always liked to read. So reading was like, whatever, you know, like, but I'm not everybody. Yeah. It's not a one size fits all solution. That's what's supplied though. You know, that's a shame. And it's actually interesting because my, the last class I took at York was a, was a, they called it a collaborative learning class, which is really ahead of its time. And I'm surprised that with COVID and everything happening, that, schools didn't actually adopt adopt this model what they did was it was an online class there was no lecture you were assigned a group in that group you had a reading you had to do and you had to discuss it and then you had to do like some work every week to show that yeah, like small you did the work. small small yeah. small shit but there's no lecture or anything it's just like go read this yeah you know that's, that's actually where i lo- read the steve jobs book oh shit you that's know? the book they assigned that's one of the books they assigned it was that's organizations right and um, I'm sitting here. I was doing this class. I was working in the store when we first opened, when we first started up, and I was taking this class for four months. Actually, it was a year-long class, a whole year. 
And I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, this is actually a really interactive way of learning. Yeah. And it's actually the one class where I learned the most. It's because interesting to you. It was not just not only was it interesting, it took whatever you were learning and made you put it in a discussion with some of your peers with five people mm -hmm. that you have to interact with every week. Yeah. And even though it was like over WhatsApp that we were doing this. You do it over WhatsApp? Yeah. We just like, yeah, yo, funny. like we're just like, yo, like it's interesting. Cause it's actually, it's very out of the box. Cause it's like it's super informal. It's super informal as a group. We had to agree. Yo, can we just take this to WhatsApp yeah. and go there and have the discussions? So what the professor was doing was giving us a class in organization and forcing us to organize ourselves. Mm. And this put the accountability totally on us. Yeah. Usually it's on the individual as a student. But now we had to take this and plug it into a group because one person had to mark everything yeah. and send it in. Like everybody would have to assign. Like we had to come up with a system for this yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... When I finished the class, that's a that's a that's a business right there, bro. That's a fuck. That's a structure. That's a structure. Yeah. You know, I'm s finished. I finished this class, and I'm like, yo, this was in 28. When did we start to get together? 2019. 2019. Yeah, yeah. So this was in 2019. I finished the class. I'm like, yo, this is actually a really interesting way of learning. Damn. And I'm sitting here like, yo, like, why aren't maybe other schools doing it? Maybe not. But this is a very progressive way. Yeah. Of learning. So when the pandemic started i'm thinking like you know schools have been probably playing with this model mm -hmm. and they're going to use it but that wasn't the case yeah what was happening we had zoom classes yeah you know what i'm saying teachers were struggling to make adjustments because they didn't know what was happening you know it's yeah, hard it's to plan things, yeah. but this system i don't remember the prof's name but shout out to him because he made it work and you had to do this for eight months it was a two semester four year course yeah 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 and um, for me, it worked. That was the class I learned the most. Mm -hmm. And I read everything. I did all the assignments. And then at the end, you do an exam, an online exam. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think why, why aren't more programs? They called it, a, I don't remember, what the, a collaborative learning. No, I like, I like that. that, man. I like hearing that because oftentimes schools, they, they take a traditional approach when it comes mm -hmm. to learning, when it comes to testing and quizzing people. You know, you're giving material, you're, you're giving a certain amount of lectures per week or whatever, or per month. You study them, you have a test at the end of each section, right? So my, my one of my biggest, you know, feuds with, with schools, they test your memory, not your knowledge. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference between the two. You know what I'm saying? You can memorize something, and some people are better at memorizing than others, but that doesn't really reflect how good you're able to take that and apply it to certain things mm -hmm. and to know it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So... I feel like that's why I'm such a big uh, advocate of like open book tests. I'm such a big advocate of collaborative learning. I'm such a big advocate of like, you know, just just working together. Because I remember with one class this this last semester that I finished with, it was like a, it was a nonchalant like you know bird course. I think it was like a, like a Greek mythology, some kind of a nonsense. You know Sounds what I'm saying? It, it is interesting, and that that's gonna lead me to my next point after. But what we had to do was we had to create a poster at the end of the class, at the end of the semester. Um, about one topic that mm -hmm. we studied. You know, I did mine on, like, something related to, uh, like, some Greek figure back in the day. It was crazy. Um, but we had to do that and quiz other people in our class and ask them, okay, what's happening here? What's happening there? So that was cool to me, you know. But um, I just never understood why 
a lot of schools take that traditional approach. It's kind of annoying to me, you know. So. Yeah, because, like, our education system right now favors memorization over understanding. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Our quizzes are what? You know, multiple choice questions. Yeah. That's based on memorization. But if you're like, yo, explain this phenomenon. To me, like a first me. grader. The you way dumb you it down. Yeah. yeah. How do you know when someone understands something if they can explain it to a first grader? Exactly. You when, know you, when, you, when you're when you complicating things and you're stumbling your words, it's, 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 there's a red flag there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even flag. when we get on this podcast, what we do, if we have to explain something, we dumb it, we dumb it down. We have to. Because that shows that you understand it. Yeah. Enough to t- to dumb it down so that another person can understand it and build off that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so our traditional school system is very flawed and I think the pandemic showed yeah. how flawed it is because these schools at the end of the day are businesses. They're for profit. 100%. You know what I'm saying? That's and how they operate. We talked about, I think that we talked about this on our first episode of the Gifted Gap ever is that the education system will continue to be flawed because it's, main focus is to bring in revenue yeah until it serves the people i think they they do have their band-aid solutions they do have their initiatives their programs here you know depression work there it's all performative though a lot of it i wouldn't say it's all i can't i can't label all the schools like that but i don't think it's a long-lasting solution i think like you know what i'm saying things started by students yeah are not performative no, 100%. But things that are, you know, started from the institutional level yeah, are often, are. Are often Cause performative. Because you, you realize the people in the room, they don't represent the students themselves. They don't really realize oftentimes what these students are going through. Mm-hmm. They're from a different time. 100%. You know, and that's why it's important to get those people in that room. So. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's a tough cookie. It's, it's, it's a tough. A, it's a very tough cookie, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a very, very flawed system. By no means is it perfect. But... You know, for me, the best thing I ever did was get my education. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, That was, it made, I had the privilege of hooping too and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of facts that went into it, but. There's a certain joy you get from saying you're going to do something. And then finishing it. And doing it. Yeah. (laughs) You feel me? There's a a certain level of confidence, of self-efficacy that you get from knowing that, you know, I can say I'm going to do something and I can actually finish Mm -hmm. it. It instills that belief, that confidence. And when you don't go through those those experiences, those trials, you'll never become confident in a sense. Mm. That goes with anything in life, right? Mm. You get confidence from experiences. from fa- We talked about this before, from either failing, going through some tribulations, and then coming up top of them. Because mm-hmm. you know when the future hits that if that situation ever arises or a different one, you can get through that. You can that. get through it, absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's why education is important, man. Like, yeah. For me, I believe the only metric is completion. Facts. So the more you can complete, you know, not... In like n- not in a checklist formation, but when I okay, I complete my education. I know that this thing is the ultimate example of delayed gratification. Facts. You That's the saying? metric right there. Yeah. You know, this is the ultimate measure of de- delayed gratification. You started something, and four or five years later, you're, done you're it. waiting for that result. You're yeah. working towards that result. So if you can do some, start something today, that's gonna pay you five years from now. Yeah. Or even if you wait to get a job ten years from now, whatever, whatever, yeah, right. That's that first example of, you know, the long game. That and that translates to everything it else. Translates everything, to in everything life. else. In a microwave society, <laughs> the person that understands delayed gratification is gonna come on top, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Think about how many, a better chance. how many times 
people started to diet and fail like yeah. f- a couple of days later. Cause they you don't know see saying? results. Instant gratification, yeah. like quick society. But getting an education, waiting two years to get a, a diploma or four years to get a, a bachelor's or, you know, six to get your master's, whatever. That's the ultimate form of delayed gratification. And mm. if you can do it at school, then you can do it in business. Mm. You can do it in music. Yeah. You can do it in art. It's it's funny because I always see those stories. Uh, you know, my first year being on campus, I heard this one story about a guy that took uh Four, no, 13 years to finish his engineering degree, mm-hmm. his engineering degree, and everyone like just, just laughing at him. You know, he was like the talk of the town, just cracking jokes and shit. He finished when he was probably like 30, 40. And you hear those stories sometimes. People coming back, finishing the degree, and I like to look at that as admirable. Mm. You know, these are people who, who, for whatever reason, decided, you know, now's not the time, came back and said, you know what, now it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? They didn't see the results then, but they said, no. Let me get back to it. Let me return gotta to finish it. it. I got to finish it. That delayed gratification at the end of the day. And I think there's there's there's, there's value in that. Something to be said about that. There's man. something to be said about that. There's a commitment, a dedication to that, man. I know these these are all buzzwords and everything, but there's there's something that you can't it's, you can't measure that shit, well, bro. Think about this, bro. You make a promise to yourself. Yeah. And you don't keep that promise. Can you keep a promise you're to anybody a else? Man, you're not a man of your word, bro. You're nothing at that point, bro. You know it's, what I'm it's a principle to it, man. It's a principle, and I understand that, you know, circumstances change, and people, yeah. you know, things happen that you can't True. finish school. That shit happens a lot. Yeah, that is that's valid. you know what I'm saying. It happens a lot, but at the end of the day, like that monkey on your back, it's like yo, I never finished this thing that I started. Mm-hmm. And that is actually the thing that bothers me personally the you, most. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I like, uh, shout out to Tracy. You know the the. Remember we did the uh, uh, astrology, you know, <laughs> astrology. Yeah, yeah. You know, areas people are known for starting people that things that don't finish. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So for me to finish my school, to finish this thing, to still be doing the gifted gab, to still be working here in the store, like, yeah, it 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 shows that okay, I'm willing to finish these things that I start, these yeah. projects that I've started. You're willing to see shit through, man. You have to be able to see shit. Like you're saying before, we're in a microwave society. It's an instant gratification society. When everything could be done at a tip of a finger, we can get things like this. Mm. I can order a package from Prime and get it delivered probably tomorrow in the morning. Knowing that, you know, you got to see things through long term. That's 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 everything. Bro. It's everything. That's everything. Absolutely. You know, hey, man, kudos to you, man. You done graduated. I appreciate that, man. You too, bro. I appreciate that. We're, you know we're on the same. We're on the yeah. same right now, man. I appreciate that. You know, it's a uh, you paid a lot to put that B.A. beside your name. Real I put shit, it everywhere. Man. Real shit. It's in my <laughs> email signature. It's on my talk. business card. <laughs> you know, I might fuck around, put it in my bio. Like, oh, I, like nah. I might have to. Those two letters cost a lot. Yeah, 100 percent. You have to, <laughs> you know, you know, I, I work for it. And, you know, a lot of people, anyone listening to this episode, man, just whether you're in school or thinking about it, you know, there's a lot of decisions, a lot of factors you have to consider. But just know that, you know, it'll all work out in the end. You know, seeing things through, whatever, whatever it be. It may not be school, but just seeing it through will pay off, man. And if you have questions about, you know, kind of school and our journey and how we got through it and you want to bounce yeah. ideas off us, text us, 647-424-5345. You know, we'll, uh, yeah. either me or Andre will respond and, you know, you ask us a question, we'll, we'll let's help, get to yeah. the nitty gritty, we'll man. Like, for us, it's like anything that we can do to help because we've, we've been through it, we've done it. Um... And it's a hard process. It's a yeah. tough process. It's, it's not smooth. There's a lot of pressures that you go through being in school or balancing other things while being in school, and it's not easy. So, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to us or other people, other sources, because uh, more times than not, you'll probably will need to. 
Absolutely. You know Amen. what I mean? So, we got any last words? Uh, ah, man, I'm happy to be here, bro. We're living, we're live. We're here, man. We haven't graduated. We need to see we're those graduating. grad picks. We're here. They're coming. They're coming. Stay tuned, man. You know what I'm saying? I got them in the vault right now. We're cooking them up right now, so they'll be out soon. Sick. And just like that. Just like that, man. We gone. We out. Thank you.